Did the monster mash? The monster mash. It was a graveyard smash. He did the mash. It got on in a flash. He did the mash. He did the monster mash from my laboratory in the car. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to your favorite one-stop shop for horror news, true crime stories, and real-life tales of the unexplained. Monsters at midnight. Happy fucking Halloween. Be sure to check us out on any streaming service you can, preferably ZemaPodcastingNetwork.com, where you can catch up on every single episode we have ever released and all the other hot, creamy content that is going to be shot to your face by the Big Z itself. We are also on Anchor, iTunes, and Spotify, if you've never used a web browser before in your life. (laughs) I'm your host. Feeling like a freak on a leash. Feeling like I have no release. Holy shit, he did it. Oh my God. Matt Schaefer. <laughs> Joining me as always. Jolin was bad. Everyone. No, let me try that again. Oh, Jolin no. was bad. Even as a child, everybody could tell. No, everybody said, what the fuck? You could do it. Nobody could help the little child said she'd go to hell. Uh, I ruined it. I'm it was sorry. Good. Joel and Dormady, everyone. <laughs> I liked it. And our producer, of course. Seasons don't fear the producer. No do the wind or the sun or the rain. La 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 la. It's fucking Graham. Oh, this is great. It's Halloween. And as Matt mentioned earlier, it's a one-year anniversary of when he started doing singing intros. And fucking, isn't it weird that the only one I could get right was Jonathan Davis's fucking made-up scares? I think it's just you psyched yourself out because you're like, oh, fuck yeah, I got that one. Now the rest no, is I, like, I psyched myself out because like, I know the lyrics to Only a Lad, but like I wrote them down so I wouldn't fuck it up. And then, like, inherently, I fucked it up when I was trying to read it. Oh, it's all right. I still liked it. It was fun. All right. <laughs> it's Halloween. And as we speak, it's probably fucking snowing an inch and a half. Yeah, so, it's mm, actually kind of pretty. Mm, okay. I'm sorry. I like it. <laughs> well, it's like now that I'm, you know, an adult and trick-or-treating isn't a thing, it's like I don't really worry about Halloween being nice outside. So I'm just like, I like the snow. It's pretty. I worry about being able to walk with a boot on my foot. Oh, so. right. That's all right. Yeah. So bolt your doors, lock your windows, and I fucked up the saying, monsters <laughs> and motherfucking midnight rides for Halloween this year. Wow. That's bleak. Let's try it again. Should I try it again? Maybe. Bolt your windows, lock your doors, and turn out the lights. Monsters at motherfucking midnight rides for Halloween this year. Woo! That was better. That was, that was the, the mat we all know and love. <laughs> Debatable. Um, Starting off our uh, discussion this evening, I didn't actually look up the... Okay, what, what, what? Yeah, what are it's we... the Paul Feig thing. Okay. Paul Feig one is doing a movie called Dark Army, which he is describing as a tribute to universal horror, horror films. Oral films. <laughs> 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 
Um, <laughs> full disclosure. I had a full bottle of wine before <laughs> we it. recorded this, and Jolyn is very sleep deprived. I, uh, well, no, I've had too much sleep, and now I'm just oh. I, my brain is dead. You're all fired. We're all Feig, fired. Shut the fuck up, Graham. Paul Feig has directed *Bridesmaids*, *Spy*, *The Heat*, *Ghostbusters*, and *A Simple Favor*. That movie was terrible. I didn't see a simple favor, but like after fucking nothing worked for Universal's Dark Universe, he's like, I want to make a spooky, ooky Universal style horror film called Dark Army. Not a whole lot else is known that I can find. Yeah, um, I mean, I saw more recently there was an interview with him sort of like explaining why he was super into this idea because I was kind of confused as to why dude who did fucking spy and the new like these are all like very heavily female fronted movies they're all that, martina Mc, not martina uh melissa mccarthy yeah there we go <laughs> i almost said martina mcbride yeah that's not right no it's not right at all she's a country singer melissa mccarthy movies yeah um so i was kind of like weird this seems like strange choice but he and i kind of share the idea where he really likes having a sort of like sympathetic villains, like villains that you can kind of relate to, and that's what he liked about the Universal Monsters, and so he's going to be bringing some of those monsters back, and like you're going to identify with the villains more often, and I'm I'm super into it. And uh, yeah, so I yeah, that's pretty much all that I've read so far, is that like that was his basis behind getting behind it, and yeah. Otherwise, I'm like, I don't know either. <laughs> I don't know when it's going to get released. I don't know. Yeah, no, this is very early on in the, the, the scheme. I just, it seemed interesting to talk about. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I don't know what's happening on this episode. <laughs> um, I agree. Like, if someone wants to make a true tribute to the universe, like an actual tribute to classic Universal horror films, I'd be all for it, and not like the fake Universal dark universe they were trying to come up with. Yeah, I'd be all for it. Yeah, no, I I like his intentions, so I think it'll be really good. That's that's that. Those are my opinions. I don't know. I mean, those. Yeah, I mean, I guess I should have picked a different topic for this episode because <laughs> I don't really have that much to say about it either. Well, I was kind of hoping I'd be able to find more info on it, but I couldn't really find anything. Do you know how long ago it was announced that he was going to be doing this? Well, the articles I were I was finding just now were in September, but the article I saw the other day was published by Bloody Disgusting fairly recently. Ah. Uh. So, yeah. That's pretty much it. We should have been talking about Terrifier 2, but we'll save that for a future episode. That's fair. I actually forgot that that was happening until we got to Yeah, and more and more is happening. It's like started filming and fucking What's-Her-Face from Sleepaway Camp is going to be in it. Yeah. I can't remember her name. Jessica Biel. She what? What? No. Anywho, moving on to our next topic of discussion, Revolver has a did a Revolver magazine did a fan poll episode. No, let me try again. Did a fan poll oh, article boy. on the best horror movie villains of all time. I sent you. Oh, it's right. Yeah. I kept sending you memes. I'm like, where the fuck is this? I sent you so much shit before I sent you. Yeah. After I sent you this article. Goddamn. Um. So yeah, Revolver Magazine did a fan poll on the five greatest horror movie villains of all time. 
I'm going to just read them out for you guys, and we're going to have a little debate on if we agree with the list, if we disagree with the list, and who would make our top five, or if we would change the placing of some. So the fans of Revolver Magazine said that number five would be Captain Spaulding of House of Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects fame, played by Sid Haig. Number four would be Pinhead and the Cenobites from the Hellraiser films, Pinhead being played by Doug Bradley. Number three would be Michael Myers from the Halloween films, being played by literally everyone. <laughs> Number two would be Freddy Krueger, played by Robert Englund in the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, and Jackie Earl Haley in the remake. But I think they're probably talking about the probably talking about Robert Englund. I'm assuming. And then number one would be Jason Voorhees, also played by a myriad of people, probably most famously Kane Hodder, because he's built like a fucking brick house. <laughs> Jolene, what do you think? House. house. Anyway. <laughs> what um, do you think about this list? Do well, you, what would you change? Do you agree? What do you think? Um, I kind of hate that they just did like, I mean, it's just all franchise villains, so it's kind of like, meh. Because I, I think there are a lot of really good like, villains outside the sort of like cookie cutter horror movies I'm mm -hmm. not, like because I mean I know you know it's like Halloween's legendary but also it's like I don't know uh, in terms of villains I feel like they're not like scary villains so j especially Jason Voorhees being first I was like the fuck why um but I, see, I kind of see where they're going for with that but I don't think he would be my number one either no. Well, if anything, I would say maybe Freddy Krueger would be because that yeah. concept, uh, that concept is fucking terrifying. Somebody like attacking you in your dreams, mm -hmm. and also I love. He also uh, has a personality too. Yeah, hell yeah, and he's like kooky, which I love. Um, Jason Voorhees is just like iconic, and he's also like consistently entertaining. I guess. I would say. Yeah, I guess. Because at least that's the rationale I'm thinking of. Like the people voted on for this. I don't fucking know. I don't know what the readers of Revolver magazine. Oh boy. Up. <laughs> yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> um, but uh, I really do love Hellraiser and Clive Barker in general. So I I do think that like Pinhead and Cenobites should have been a little bit higher up. If anything, I probably would have put Freddy first, Pinhead and the Cenobites second, and maybe maybe Michael Myers, and then maybe Jason, or well, then maybe Captain Spaulding, and then maybe Jason Voorhees. Because if you're just going by franchises, I didn't really make my own list because I was like. This seems to be the sort of like more popular, more well known horror movie mm. villain. So it's just they like they probably had a group to vote on. Yeah, something, yeah. You know? So is there anyone not on the list that you wish was on mm. the list? I didn't think of specifics. Mm. I was kind of. I know. I was kind of thinking that maybe uh, Otis or well, I was thinking maybe Otis should have been on there instead of Captain Spaulding. Yeah. But uh, just because he's, like, more fucking terrifying. But I like Captain Spaulding because he's a little bit more likable. Maybe fucking Pennywise should have been on there. True. I think Pennywise yeah, should have been on there. now, too. Yeah. yeah. I think, well, that article, I think, was just from last year. So you would think Pennywise would have been on there. Because, mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. The, yeah. You would think. You would think. What's would your have... opinion? I mean, I like a lot of the choices they have on the list. I just don't necessarily think that they're, like, the great. I don't think Jason is the greatest of all time, like you said. I think Freddy trumps Jason in my mind. 
And I think I like Michael Myers more than all of them. Knew it. You fucking obviously I have a Halloween tattoo. That's true. <laughs> um, but like some other ones that I would or have. fucking Leatherface. Why isn't Leatherface yeah, on I think there? Leather like some other ones I think should be on there. Like Norman Bates should be on there. But like if we're not talk just solely talking about franchise villains, Norman Bates should be on there. Hannibal Lecter. Oh should fuck, be right on there. Hannibal Lecter, absolutely. He would be my number one. Yeah, I Hannibal Lecter should definitely be on there. If we're talking about greatest of all time, Jeepers Creepers. No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the, the thing is, I kind of like that movie, but ever since I heard about like all the bullshit with the dude who wrote it, I'm just like, sweet. Oh, that's fun. That's a bad movie, too. Did he write it or did he just direct he it? He wrote and directed it. Oh, fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy. First one's a bad movie. Never seen the other ones. I actually kind of, I think it was the second one I kind of liked. I don't know. No, I just hate Justin Long, and Justin Long manages to ruin a lot of my enjoyment things. <laughs> so, um, I'm trying to think of other fucking horror movie villains. Um, Ghostface. <laughs> you know, technically, Ghostface is like multiple different people, always. You would think he'd make the list at least, though. Because that, like, that franchise is like kind of major, you mm-hmm. know? Um, who the fuck else? I'm trying to think of like super iconic horror movie. I've never seen a horror movie. <laughs> That's my problem. Candyman, fucking Candyman should be on there. I think at least. Yeah, no, you're right. Even for the first movie alone, I think Candyman should be on there. Or at least as an honorable mention. Is this gonna be the most boring Halloween episode we've ever? Maybe put I don't know. I don't know. I mean, we've we're getting there. We're getting there. I don't know. Um, any closing thoughts on this revolver article? I don't think that Jason should be number one. I agree with you. As much as I like the Friday the 13th movies, I don't think that Jason should be number one. Because I, I actually think that Pamela Voorhees is a more interesting villain than her son. That's pretty true, too. That's um, a good point. I think Freddy Krueger and Michael Myers are more interesting villains, too. I like Captain Spaulding, but I don't think he's as interesting as Otis or some of the other members of the Firefly family. Me neither. Should have just been the entire Firefly family is number f- all five. Number five, Rufus Firefly. Number four, Mama Firefly. <laughs> number three, Baby Firefly. Number two, Otis. Number one, talking Captain Spaulding. I am talking into the mic. There you go. I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like being berated by my coworkers. Well, we're not getting paid, so it's not really. Shouldn't say that anyway. As <laughs> if it wasn't obvious. <laughs> That's <this> fair. <laughs> any, um, any other thoughts on this? No, I, mean, I said my bit. I just don't like. I'm not into the whole franchise villain thing. I'm not into horror franchises as much anyway. But I also know that that's what most people relate to uh, True. horror movies. So it's like it's hard to hate. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, I. I like franchise horror movies too, but I still think that like Hannibal Lecter or Norman Bates should have been on the yeah. list. Yeah, yeah, especially well, yeah, especially because they have like personality, like you said. Yeah. Like, no offense, but Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees, especially, no fucking, no fucking personality <laughs> there. Has ton of personality. Uh, when he says "die" in Rob Zombie's Halloween too, I felt that. Oh boy, I didn't. I didn't. I did not. I didn't either. I thought uh, it was a joke. Man. I was like, after all the b- amount of people he's killed, 
and the one line you're going to have him say is die. Die. That sounds die. right. Sounds like him. Sounds hey, like something you'd say. Take shot if you're going to play the drinking game of Rob, Rob Zombie. Oh, there we go. we already have. Yeah. We talk about Captain, Captain Spaulding. Spaulding. Like, that's that's what's kind of surprising to me, too, is the fact that Captain Spaulding made the list, but then fucking Hannibal Lecter didn't. Like, that's kind of crazy to me. I think because it's Revolver Magazine, and they're all metalheads, and they're uh, like, oh, my fuck. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Captain Spaulding. It just tastes so damn good. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. We um, miss you, Sid Haig. Yeah, if you have any thoughts on, uh, I miss Sid Haig, too. If you have any thoughts on who your favorite horror movie villains are or who you would have on the list or how you would arrange the list, be sure to message us on uh, Instagram or Facebook or shoot us an email at monsters.midnight, spelt incorrectly, at gmail.com. And our last topic of discussion is <laughs> oh boy so it's uh it's movies that we just saw recently that we should have seen a long fucking time that's ago that's the one and i hope to turn this into a recurring segment actually yeah. because i like this idea Me movies too. movies we should have seen yeah and we finally <laughs> saw start with you jolin well uh so for um punk and horror the movie trivia night that we did uh, uh this past monday um i showed terror vision which I had to order online, and it was very hard to find a copy, and I had never seen it before. So I was like, this is probably terrible that I'm making trivia about this movie that I've never seen. But it's amazing. It is so, it's like... It looked so, pretty cool from the so little bit It's so beautifully terrible. Yeah. Well, and like the, the practical effects are like fucking solid as hell. There's like a little soldier kid. The punks in that movie are such garbage, and their hair is so bad, and it's yeah. really fun to watch. And their parents, or the the chick Susie her parents are swingers and they have a bunch of like pop art in their swinger pad that are just like sexual things and I want all those paintings in my house now <laughs> and um yeah no it's uh it's just a very inherently sexual movie and then uh, the the basic premise is there's like this garbage monster who uh he's an alien who gets accidentally sent to earth through a tv through like a bad satellite signal, and then he starts eating everybody. As you, as you do. As you do. Um, but yeah, it's a, I would I would call it maybe the maybe the perfect movie. <laughs> the <laughs> it looked, those special effects look amazing. Yeah, no, they're from they're the really good. I saw the movie. There's this line where the the grandpa is like this conspiracy theorist, and he was called MTV intellectual decay. And I was just like, just wait 20 years, buddy. Right, <laughs> it yeah, gets no so kidding. much worse. just keeps getting worse. But yeah, anywho. Uh, I wanted Matt to talk about Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2, but he's going to talk about... Gremlins. Gremlins. Because that makes more sense. It does. No, I loved, I just love Texas my Chainsaw roommate, Massacre 2. My roommate... Well, that'll be my movie that I recommend. Spoiler alert, because we recommend a movie oh, every, every time in October. <laughs> I knew you were going to forget about that. I always that. forget. Oh, We'll get this. We'll pad this episode out. Don't worry. Um, I saw Gremlins finally, which my roommate uh, gave me shit for because yes, I am a slut for the '80s. Yes, I do love horror movies and practical effects, and yet I had never seen Gremlins until fairly recently. And you know what? It was whoops. <laughs> it was pretty damn good. I w- I did enjoy Gremlins. I don't know if it's the masterpiece that everyone on the planet claims it is. Ah. It was very, very good, though. And I loved 
the effects. I thought the monster effects on the gremlins and Mogwai were incredible. That, but that's the thing is like that's why it's so hard for me to like talk about gremlins is because it's such a creature feature that like when you actually analyze the story of it, it's like there's not a whole lot that happens in gremlins other than like boy gets a gremlin, gremlin accidentally gets wet, more gremlins pop out, and they are mean and <laughs> try to destroy the entire city. And they're mean. They 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 are. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. But that's the thing is like, how do you describe the plot of Gremlins? That's a good point. And then there's his love interest, whose dad died in the chimney, trying to convince her that Santa Claus is real, which is a really dark and bizarre turn that the movie t- takes. Spoiler alert: It's a Christmas movie. Um, check out Gremlins. If you've never seen Gremlins, it's definitely worth the watch. I don't mean to shit talk Gremlins. It's just like, it's purely a spectacle affair. Like, don't, like, I don't know. The thing is, like, I don't know how to, like, describe or talk about Gremlins beyond the fact that the spectacle is awesome. The carnage is awesome. The puppeteer and practical effects are amazing. There's some good visual gags when, like, the evil gremlins are in the bar smoking and playing poker. Mm -hmm. And then, like, the one gremlin shoots the other gremlin for cheating at poker and stuff like that. I don't know. Gremlins was definitely worth a watch. Was it worth a watch after all this time and never seeing it? Yes. (laughs) Will I watch it again? I never never know. (laughs) Oh, boy. So yeah, um, I mean, I guess that leads us to our uh, recommendations for right. this week, since it is Halloween. And if you've uh, not listened to us until now, now's the time to do it to stack up all our recommendations and watch what we've recommended. And since Jolyn didn't think of one, I'll rec- go first. Yeah. I'll recommend a movie to you, and it's gonna be Texas Chainsaw Massacre too. Yeah, which. I can talk a lot more about than Gremlins because Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 is perfect. Is amazing. It's directed by to- Toby Hooper, who wrote and directed the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And instead of making a one-to-one sequel, Texas Chainsaw, they kind of make a pseudo-parody Evil Dead 2-style sequel to Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And it works really fucking well the chances are the things you think about if you've never seen this franchise the things you think about texas chainsaw massacre probably actually come from this movie because it's actually really iconic and just batshit and memorable bill mosley plays the brother to leatherface chop top who may be a vietnam veteran and has a metal plate at in his head that he picks at with a hanger and eats the weird hunks of flesh that he picks out of it. <laughs> uh, it's about this uh, uh, radio station. The radio DJ intercepts a phone call from these two morons who are murdered by Leatherface on the road to Houston. And uh, this vengeful uh, former Texas Ranger played by Dennis fucking Hopper who wants nothing more than the Sawyer family destroyed. And he ends up in the spoiler alert in the climax attacking the Sawyer family with three different chainsaws. 
This movie is amazing. This movie is fucking amazing. And the fact that they not only use No One Lives Forever by Oingo Boingo, yeah. but almost the entirety of the song in the movie makes it a perfect five out of five for me. Fuck yeah. So if you've seen Texas Chainsaw and never seen Texas Chainsaw 2, you should fucking see it. Especially if you're a fan of movies like Evil Dead 2, Night of the Creeps, or just in general like weird, goofy, trashy movie of movies of the 80s. Or if you like Bill Mosley and want to know how he kind of got a start outside of Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 3. <laughs> Jolan. Uh, I guess I'll recommend In the Tall Grass. Uh, just came out on Netflix not too long oh, ago. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's a new Stephen King, and I believe he wrote it with his son, Joe, Joe Hill. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's it's very, like, traditional King-y, <laughs> where it's... King-y. King-y. <laughs> um, where it's, like, it's a good amount of bonkers with, like, a really kind of heavy backstory to it. And, yeah, it's... Uh, it's a really weird, creepy concept, and it doesn't make any fucking sense, and I like it a lot. <laughs> that's that's my bit. Uh, it's pretty much about, um, so this pregnant woman and her brother are driving, uh, presumably on a road trip somewhere. They're kind of discussing it in the car, and um, they pull over next to some tall grass. And uh, they fuck. <laughs> they hear. I know where this is going. They're they, gonna go in it, aren't they? They are going to go in it. They hear a kid uh, yelling for help, um, and then they go in and help him. But I, I think what I dig most about this movie is that the space time continuum is a little bit fucked up. Um, so it's like things overlap, and it doesn't make a ton of sense, and it's really interesting and weird. So, highly recommend. Cool. That's on Netflix, right? Yep. Yeah, Texas Chainsaw 2 is on Amazon Prime, not on Shudder for once. At least I think I think it's on Amazon Prime at least. For now it is. By the or time- you can borrow my personal DVD of te- the Texas Chainsaw that- Massacre 2. <laughs> there you go. If yeah, if you are hearing this at the point of it not being on Amazon Prime, there's your Hit solution. Just, <laughs> just HMU. Oh H-J-U. It's your up, yeah. Hand job University. Oh, no. Uh, no. But I guess that'll do it for this episode. Um, happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. To everyone. Yeah. Sorry we couldn't deliver a little bit more to you, but you know what? Sometimes we just like to get together and hang out. We don't see each other ever. So... It's <laughs> <laughs> a lie. We see each other like yeah, twice a week. We see each other twice a week at least. We just... I don't know what we did wrong this week. I don't know. We're all partied out. We're, We're we have partied a party out. Hangover we, from Halloween we, weekend. Yeah, I fucking we went hard this week. I went hard this week. Yeah, it sounds like you went hard this weekend. Yeah, but we hope you are having a very respectable Halloween. Have some candy. Carve a pumpkin. Enjoy yourself. Ooh. And we will see you next week, Jolyn. Thank you as always. My pleasure, Grandpa. Grandpa. And, uh, yeah, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to fucking go to bed. Just kidding. We're recording another episode. Happy Halloween, everyone.